0: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus Terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. vs. China. Where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty Review. At this point, it's probably fair to say that Team Ninja has a pretty good handle on this whole souls like genre thing. Woe Long, Fallen Dynasty may not reach the same heights as Nioh 2 did back in 2020, but it certainly scratches the same itch of lightning-fast combat, punishing yet rewarding difficulty, and deep build customization options that you can craft and tailor to your own playstyle. It's great for the same reasons that the Nioh games are, and it accomplishes that feat even while completely changing up the fundamentals of its combat system to be closer to Sekiro than Dark Souls. But by the same token, it also falls victim to the same familiar issues nagging at those other Team Ninja Souls-likes, including subpar storytelling and excessively fiddly loot mechanics. But when you consider that the things Wolong does better than just about any other game in this genre, that baggage amounts to scratches on an otherwise pristine set of armor. This is a supernatural take on the final days of the Han Dynasty, where we take control of a nameless warrior who gets swept up in a power struggle between warring kingdoms and their pursuit of an elixir of immortality. In practically every level, you team up with some sort of historically significant warrior to fight through a level, have a boss battle against an evil or corrupted historically significant warrior, and then move on to the next one. Characters are introduced at a rapid-fire pace and leave the scene just as quickly, often without making any sort of impact on the overall story. Sometimes they return many hours later, but I'd already forgotten them because they didn't do anything meaningful. Fortunately, the actual gameplay in between the cutscenes make up the vast majority of what we're here to do, and it's there that Woe Long shines brightest. Wolong's combat is a puzzle that needs to be figured out really quickly if you plan on getting past even the first major boss, but once you solve it, it's incredibly satisfying to play around in. Similar to Sekiro, it's a system that relies a lot on carefully timing deflections so you can preserve your spirit meter while also avoiding damage, especially when enemies also start mixing in powerful unblockable attacks that have to be parried rather than blocked. One clever wrinkle is that your spirit meter is also a resource that can be spent on spells, special martial arts abilities, and spirit attacks. That's a nice risk-reward mechanic that lets you put yourself in a potentially more vulnerable position in order to gain some sort of advantage. Martial arts abilities are unique depending on the weapon you're wielding, and there are many that offer powerful attacks that can either do big single-target damage or give you a way to deal with many enemies at once. Finally, spirit attacks are powerful strikes that increase in damage the more spirit you have built up, which give you another reason to hold on to your spirit meter until you need it. If it's not already clear, there are tons of layers to Long's combat. The levels themselves won't win any awards for how they look, but they're very well designed from a gameplay perspective. Branching paths that often allow you to find an easier way through a particularly tough area, and tons of easily missable optional detours leading to bountiful rewards keep them from being straightforward paths from point A to point B. Wolong's biggest problem is its enemy variety. Even though the combat system is excellent and varied, there's simply not enough different types of opponents to fill a game of this size. The ones that are here are fantastic and fun to fight, but part of the fun of a Souls-like is encountering a new threat, learning their attack patterns, and finding ways to get through the fight without taking heavy damage. In Wo Long, I felt like I figured out everything I needed to know to get through every non-boss encounter by hour 5 of a game that in total took me about 22 hours to beat. The verdict. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty's combat plays very differently from Team Ninja's own Nioh games more in the mold of Sekiro than Dark Souls, and yet it manages to excel and falter in just about the same areas. When it comes to the clashing of melee weapons, Wo Long is among the best in the genre, full stop. Its action is fast and thrilling, the options for taking down its ferocious enemies are many and immensely rewarding to master, and its deflection-heavy combat is one of the most satisfying sans Sekiro. All of those strengths outweigh an overbearing loot system, poor storytelling, and even a disappointing lack of variety in enemies. If not for that, Wo Long might have been one of Team Ninja's greatest achievements. As it is, it's simply a great one. Spoken Lair Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.